the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is Pure Opelka. With Mike Opelka. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. It is the third hour of uh, Pure Opelka today, and a busy day it is. Watching everything we can and everything we are able to, as we've got like seven different feeds coming in. I've kept up with most of the O.J. Simpson hearing that's been going on with the parole board, and uh, it's certainly amazing to see how far O.J. Simpson's life has fallen from when he was one of the one of the great football players in the entire country, from a Heisman Trophy winner to an NFL star to a an analyst to a movie star, and then to an accused double murderer that most people believe committed the crime, found guilty of it in a a criminal a civil court while not in a criminal court. Kind of amazing, isn't it? And now here he is, after nine, almost nine years behind bars, basically begging for his freedom. And he's 70 years old now, been in that cell and in that prison for, like I said, almost nine years. Wow. Amazing how far he's fallen. The the Vital Question poll, which I believe just wrapped up, we posted uh, late yesterday, during the show late yesterday, what do you think will happen today? Do you think that uh, O.J. Simpson will be released and 50% of you, there's still 40 minutes left in the poll, 50% of you said yes, I think he will be paroled, 33% said no, and 17% cannot make up your damn minds. So there you go. Earlier today, I spoke with Senator Chris Coons, uh, did not record it. We talked about Senator John McCain and the announcement that John McCain has a glioblastoma, a fairly aggressive form of cancer. And I talked earlier in the show at my disgust for anybody who would use this announcement of John McCain's cancer to attack him or to say anything other than We pray for you, Senator McCain. You really are scum if you if you can't find the a drop of compassion in your heart to say a prayer for John McCain or at least send a good thought to his family. Lindsey Graham got very emotional and and why shouldn't he? John McCain is one of one of Lindsey Graham's better friends in the whole wide world. Lindsey Graham said this last night. Talk to John. And yeah, I'm going to have to stay here a little bit longer, take some treatments, and I'll be back. And uh, we talked about five minutes. You know, it's going to be a tough way forward. But he says, I've been through worse. And basically, then we started talking about health care in the NDA. <laughs> Literally, it wasn't five minutes until he turned away from what I think most people would have a hard time absorbing and focused on what he loves the best. So pray. Uh, I don't know. God knows how this ends, not me. But I do know this. This disease has never had a more worthy opponent. 
This disease has never had a more worthy opponent. You know, Lindsey Graham getting emotional. It, it's a powerful statement here from Lindsey Graham. And what, what a great friend to have. Somebody who in the, the depths of, of your despair and probably his concerns for you can face those cameras and say stuff like that. So thank you, Lindsey Graham. Thank you, John McCain. John McCain tweeting that he will be back. His daughter, Meghan McCain, released a statement via Twitter that says, the news of my father's illness has affected every one of us in the McCain family. My grandmother, mother, brother, sister, and I have all endured the shock of the news, and, and now we live with the anxiety about what comes next. It is an experience familiar to us, given my father's previous battle with cancer, and it is familiar to countless American families whose loved ones are also stricken with the tragedy of disease and the inevitability of age. If we could ask anything of anyone now, it would be the prayers of those of you who understand this all too well. We would be so grateful for them. It won't surprise you to learn that in all of this, the, the one of us who is most confident and calm is my father. He is the toughest person I know. The cruelest enemy could not break him. The aggressions of political life could not bend him. So he is meeting this challenge as he has every other. Cancer may affect him in many ways, but it will not make him surrender. Nothing ever has. My love for my father is boundless. And like any daughter, I cannot and do not wish to be in a world without him kind of a tough thing to have to admit to the whole world, right? She goes on to say, I have faith that those days remain far away. Yet even in this moment, my fears for him are overwhelmed by one thing above all, gratitude for our years together and the years still to come. He is a, he is a Americans of our age. So I'm, I'm sure she meant he is a, an American of our age and the worthy heir to his father and grandfather's name. But to me, something more. He's my strength, my example, my refuge, my confidant, my teacher, my rock, my hero, my dad. Good words, Megan McCain. Well said. Like I said, in my tweet, in response to Megan McCain, we, uh, we send our prayers, and I'm mumbling silently, F cancer. And I mean that. Sorry to be so gruff, but I, I sincerely believe that, that, as I explained earlier, that, that our, our, our next moonshot really needs to be cancer. And I'm, I'm also, you know me, I, I'm pushing for anything we can do on the opioid front. But I, I see so many people whose lives are affected by cancer that I really want this to be a target for us. I really want this to be something that we focus significant resources and significant energy on. So why can't we? Why can't it happen? I know, I know, Joe Biden, wasn't this supposed to be Joe Biden's thing? Well, maybe there'll be a little bipartisan stuff happening. But yeah, I'd love to see, I'd love to see um, Senator McCain 
beat this and come roaring back. If you were here earlier, you heard me ask uh, Mike Lee when he was on. Uh, John McCain's absence certainly affects any potential vote in the Senate that's supposed to happen next week on the repeal. I don't think John McCain's going to be getting on a plane anytime soon to bounce back to D.C. to, to cast that vote. So that means the, the GOP can't afford to lose any other votes because they've already surrendered Susan Collins, and I suspect there are, there are some that are already defecting. But this certainly does change the GOP's plans on health care, doesn't it? Certainly. So we shall see. And, and as, as Mike Lee said, he, he didn't know for sure either. He had, to, he had to find out what was going to happen himself. Uh, John McCain, thank you. Thank you for everything you've done for this country, sir. Thank you for every fight you have been in on behalf of those of us who were not there to fight. It is greatly appreciated. I, I am um, I'm energized by the fact that Jimmy Carter had cancer in his brain and managed to survive. And remember, it wasn't that long ago, Jimmy Carter declared himself to be cancer-free. And he's still out there in his 90s building houses for Habitat for Humanity. So I, I'm hopeful. And, and on this program, not long ago, we had a young man named JJ who's fighting the same glioblastoma and had to take a very aggressive experimental treatment and he's still with us, still struggling. So I, I know that young and old have faced this. And in both cases, they've had, they've had some great successes. And in some cases, some great struggles. So John McCain, again, thank you. I'm going to step aside a couple minutes earlier. When we come back, remember last week we introduced you to uh, Rachel, the conservative mama, and uh, she's the one who gave us the video of the snowflake whose day was ruined by, uh, rem <laughs> remember the, the handshake heard round the world? Remember that? Well, that was the handshake between Donald Trump and Vladimir Putin when she thought there was, uh, there was uh, a message being sent through blinking. They're communicating through blinking. Well, she's back with a brand new video, and uh, I have to share it with you because it is, uh, it's, it's entitled Thinking of Joining the Democratic Party. Yeah, it's worth a spin from the conservative mama, Rachel. We'll play it for you just around the corner on Pure Opelka. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze oh. Radio Network. Oh, I'm coming back. I'm stepping all over the return music, etc. Oh, oh. It is Pure Opelka just around the corner from the dumbest stories of the week. I rely on our friend Angie Austin to collect dumb stories, and she'll be joining us after the bottom of the hour. Also, uh, Nevada. 
The uh, parole board is now deliberating. The four members of the parole board deliberating, and they told OJ, you have to leave now, and we'll call you back in when we've made our decision. And that, here's how it works. There's four of them in, in uh, Carson City, and they all have to agree. Now, if they don't agree, let's say it's four to two, or two to, two to two, or three to one, or however it breaks down. Uh, if they can't agree uh, that four of them can say yes, then they have to bring in two alternate votes on another video feed from Las Vegas. It's quite a spectacle, isn't it? It's quite, quite a little bit of an entertainment spectacle here. So uh, we'll see. We'll keep an eye on it. O- OJ got up and uh, walked out of the, the parole board meeting room and I have to tell you, he looked every bit of his 70 years. You know, it's, he's still a big guy, but he looked every bit of his 70 years. And I'm sure that the, the life in both uh, high school, college, and professional football did not, uh, did not help his body because it, it's got to break down all that stuff, all those hits over the years. But the guy that, the guy that he robbed, the victim in this crime actually testified on his behalf. So uh, O.J. Simpson was uh, was joined by his his daughter and uh, the guy that he robbed, the the victim who actually called O.J. a good man. In fact, um, he teared up a little bit when he was talking about it. This is a good man. He made a mistake. And if he called me tomorrow and said, Bruce, I'm getting out, will you pick me up? Juice, I'll be here tomorrow for you. I mean that, but. OJ wipes the tears from his eyes at that moment as the, the victim of the crime that OJ was sentenced to 33 years behind bars, the victim, Bruce Fromung is actually saying that he would pick O.J. up if they would let him know. I don't think O.J.'s going to need a ride out of jail. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying. But we'll see. We'll know shortly, I, hopefully before the end of the show. And uh, 50% of you have voted, you think he's going to be paroled. I think he's going to be paroled, but I do think he should be behind the bars forever for killing his ex-wife and an innocent man who just happened to be there. A very unfortunate man, Ronald Goldman. Now, when we, uh, when we went away, I mentioned Conservative Mama. Conservative Mama, you should follow on Twitter. You should follow her on uh, YouTube. She has a Conservative Mama YouTube channel. But her, um, her Twitter handle is ConMama, C-O-N-M-O-M-M-A. And uh, she, she put out a new video that actually could be about 40 different short videos dropped into any conversation saying, uh, thinking about joining the, de- joining the Democratic Party, here's what we're like. It's very clever. Oh, okay, wonderful. Well, there's just a few things that we go over to make sure that we're on the same page. You mind if I? The more dependence on the government, the better. The government can solve all your problems. Black Lives Matter, unless you live in Chicago. 
We believe in choice. <laughs> no, we, we don't. We celebrate diversity. Unless you're white, or a Christian, or uh, straight, then no. We hate corporate America, okay? <laughs> Unless, you know, it's Starbucks or, or Apple products. Totally support free speech. Unless we disagree with what you're saying. This is Rachel. She is a, a woman who at a young age wanted to be an actress and went to California, tried to get into the Hollywood lifestyle, and then went, hold on, I cannot do this, and ended up in Denver. Uh, she and her husband are raising, I think, I think it's like three or five children. She's very young, but she has a whole, a whole house full of kids. And she decided in watching what's going on in the world that she couldn't sit quietly and she wanted to comment, but she decided to do it via comedy. So she has started to put out videos on a semi-regular basis. What I will saying? feature them as, we don't care. as this one suddenly jumped back live. Here she is giving advice to people who are thinking of joining the Democratic Party how homosexuals or women are treated in other countries. We hate guns, but we're fine if they're glorified in movies. Totally okay to burn the American flag. Totally okay to not stand for the national anthem. It's a baby if you want it, but if you don't, then we just call it a fetus. Hate the rich, but we're fine with the global elite rich ruling us all. Wonderful stuff. I will keep you posted on everything that comes out of the Conservative Mamas video channel. But if you want to not wait for me, you can always just go there and, and check it out yourself. I, I want her to come back on the show again, and I hope, I hope we will get her back soon. She's been very busy now. Apparently, you guys have made her channel grow pretty quickly. So uh, I, this is what we need to do. We need to be sharing information like this with each other. Conservative mama. When, when we get back from the break, uh, I have to talk about a, a young girl who set up a lemonade stand and the jerk who came up and asked her for a business license and said he would call the police if she didn't have one. So uh, th this story is going to just blow your mind. Plus... The uh, dumb stories of the week from our, our friend Angie Austin. And uh, I didn't even get to my latest update from, um, from Washington, D.C. and from the administration on uh, the New York Times interview given, given by Donald Trump. I have some thoughts I need to share with you on that. And we're going to end the show today with a very special national anthem. So be prepared to stand Remove your hat and put your hand over your heart. It's uh, mandatory. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network.
You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome back to Pure Opelka. Still waiting to hear if there is a decision from the parole board about O.J. Simpson. Even if they vote yes, he, he can't get out till October 1st. So everybody relax. Calm down. The juice is not loose. It was 22 years. It just astounds me 22 years ago. 22 years ago this happened. All right, let me, uh, let me, before I get to our friend Angie, let me remind you once more about the smartest thing you could do if you are like me. If you start experiencing joint pain from inflammation in your joints like your knees or your hips or your lower back, or your neck, if you have that going on, even in some cases uh, like, like your wrists, carpal tunnel-y kind of things. If it's inflammation, relief factor might be the answer for you. It was for me. I started taking relief factor on April 7th. On April 15th, I stopped taking any over-the-counter medication and I don't take prescription meds. It is an all-natural anti-inflammatory and when you reduce the inflammation, you reduce the pain. I'm back out on the golf course. I'm back in the garden. Even though I run into the occasional poison oak, I'm walking the new puppy more. It is so easy. Try the three-week quick start pack. It's $19.95. You get a three-week supply. They're pre-packaged. I throw them in my computer bag, and I take them at breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and it has changed everything for me. Get your life back. Use Relief Factor. Call them at 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384. Or to get more info, go online to relieffactor.com. All right. She's a friend of mine, and I think she's a friend of yours if you've listened to the show. Uh, my friend Angie Austin from Daybreak USA joins us every week. And you know, usually, here's what happens. Usually I get an email from Angie saying, these are the craziest stories I found this week. These are the insane stories that you're not going to believe. And I don't know what's going on with the internets today, but um, I, 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 I don't have any email yet. Are from you Angie, sure? So I'm going to have to trust Angie and say, Angie, give, let's pick the three craziest and let's go in order from, uh, from, from number three. And we'll do it like Casey Kasem, counting down the three okay. craziest stories of the week. It's Angie Austin from Daybreak USA. Coming in at number three, Angie, what have you got? Okay, well, Skip, the wife murdered her husband, and the parent turned her in because the parent said, don't blanking shoot in the husband's voice. So now she just got convicted. So we won't do that. Wait, one, wait, okay? wait, wait, wait. You can't skip that story? <laughs> wait a minute. So a woman... A, <laughs> Uh, a wife shoots her husband, right? And the parrot witnessed it, and says, and 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 did the told the courtroom basically, yes. don't shoot, don't voice. effing shoot, but in the voice of the victim. Correct, correct. Yeah, Martin <laughs> Durham. Yeah, yeah. She just she's uh, killed her husband, 
And uh, the, uh, she was, I guess, uh, you know, they just got into some kind of domestic thing, and the, the parrot uh, gave him away. So she was convicted of first-degree murder in a Michigan courtroom. And I, I just saw this one a few minutes ago. I was like, in the parrot's voice, how wild is that? Like your parrot finally comes through for you. But I've got better ones. Let's wait, wait, on I'm, st- I'm, I'm, not, I'm not done with this yet. Okay, how is I've this? got better ones. How is this not a law and order already? This is so good. You know, isn't it good? It really is good. Okay, okay. Next, I'm going to okay, save this okay. one because I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to. I'm going to enjoy this one later. Give uh, yeah, coming in at later. number two in terms of dumbest stories of the week. Please don't enjoy this one later. Uh, a man uh, told police after he uh, basically crashed into a Seattle parking garage. Uh, you know, it's not my fault. I took a five. Uh, yes, five generic Viagra. That's five times the recommended dose, which I think would make it dangerous to drive anyway. I mean, I don't even know how you operate a vehicle in that condition. But uh, so anyway, he crashes into the parking garage and uh, he tells the police what happened. He's 59 years old uh, at this Mercer Island, beautiful area, by the way. I mean, that's really yes, a nice it area is. to drive around, isn't it? It's beautiful. So uh, he's uh, he was arrested because apparently what happened, I'm not familiar with how this stuff works, but your blood pressure lowers like your brain. The blood doesn't go to your brain. Well, yeah, that's that's one of the problems with uh, the male plumbing anyway. You know, the, the, there's only so much blood to go around. And so sometimes brain number one loses out to brain number two. Right. Right. And, and, and it, that's the, the best way I can explain I that. Yeah, and sudden vision loss, and uh, yeah, there's all because I've heard those warnings, but they read them so fast in the commercials. Like if you have ever had one of these things, that will last more than four hours. Call your doctor. Right? You may be lightheaded, right? Well, yeah, I figured I figured I couldn't understand it because that was a side effect. <laughs> right, right. Wait, there's one wow. more though. There's a kind of coffee they're pulling. Wait, I guess. Wait, wait, now, wait. Too. I have one. I have wait. one more question okay. about this. So. So sure. this guy allegedly, or, or he, he confessed that he had taken five of these giant generic Viagra pills, five times yeah. the recommended dosage. So he, what do you, are you arrested for DWB? I, what are you arrested for? Well, they're waiting for blood tests to determine, you know, what was in the man's system. Uh, it doesn't indicate, he did not indicate taking any other medications other than these five. So I don't know if he was like racing to his mistress's house or where he was driving in such a hurry that he crashed into the parking garage. Uh, but they said he made statements to officers about taking this generic version of Viagra. And uh, yeah, then I, I, I don't know what the charges will be, I guess, until the blood test results come back. Um, thank you for not pursuing DWB any further. But uh, oh, yeah. I, I guess let's go to the number one dumb story of the week. Okay, there uh, is a coffee now that they're removing from the market, because imagine you're having a little cup of brew, uh, you know, and it has apparently some herbs in it similar to Viagra, which, again, very embarrassing that you're in the, you know, in the cafeteria at work and, you know, whoopsie-daisy. But I did have a really great story that you've got at least, let me say, Frontier went after one of my local um, anchormen, and what the Frontier guy said in the letter is mind-blowing. The, the, Wait a minute. The F- yeah. Frontier oh, yeah. Airlines. Yes. So what what happened? Do I have time? Can I tell you? It's yes, really yes. good. 
Okay, so Frontier made these announcements that they're going to have all of these extra flights. So they made a couple of their employees stand with a banner. So instead of like putting it like you know on the wall, these poor employees had to stand there. So Kyle Clark, one of the uh, NBC anchormen in Denver, kind of made fun of it. He worked at Nine News. And he said it was funny that, like, with all the complaints they get that these hardworking flight attendants had to stand there and hold a banner while executives made speeches. So that made um, Jim Faulkner really mad that Kyle made fun of them. Jim Faulkner has a professional title, head of corporate communications for Frontier. Listen to what he wrote to Kyle. Kyle, you're a jerk. Then he goes on to say, don't make fun of the employees. You can make fun of us. I'm guessing you have some kind of short man's disease since your level is pretty low. <laughs> then he goes on and makes fun of his picture. And he says, uh, first of all, were you standing on a milk crate so the camera could get your face? Did your golden retriever die before you took the picture? I'm surprised your high school letterman's jacket isn't in the background. So then he goes on and says, in addition to being a jerk, uh, you're also a hypocrite. And it says Jim Faulkner. And he is the head of corporate communications. So Kyle writes back. May I read you a little bit of the response? Hold on. This is a back and forth? Yes. Oh, this. So so Kyle responded? Yes. Oh, you don't okay. know Kyle. Kyle okay. responded. Have that. Go ahead. Okay. Okay. He wrote, uh, he wrote back. So after he got the Kyle, you're a jerk. So he wrote back and he said, hi, Jim. Thank you for your thoughtful feedback that I am a jerk with self-esteem issues rooted in insecurity about my height. By the way, he's 5'11". Decide to throw that in there. I don't think that's a short. <laughs> so anyway, just my personal commentary. Okay. My commentary didn't make fun of your employees. Quite the opposite. It sympathized with them. My commentary sympathized with their plight, taking a break from dealing with some of America's least satisfied air passengers in order Ooh. to stand as props, holding a banner while an executive went on for more than five minutes. So then he goes on to say, what the commentary did have fun with was customer frustration with the fee-based model. And then he goes on to say, your choice of having employees stand awkwardly in front of TV cameras while executives made speeches. At no point did I make fun of your employees. Here's the last one. Your choice to respond with a string of ad hominem insults about my appearance, height, facial expression, etc. is unfortunate, but provides a great insight into the executive culture at Frontier. Wishing you the best, Kyle. Ooh, that's a good burn. But he's right. He's right. Kyle may have been snarky, but he didn't attack he the employees. No, he didn't. And at Frontier responded. Again. Oh, how, wait, okay, I got a minute left. How did Frontier respond? The VP of marketing said, Mr. Faulkner's inappropriate comments regarding Mr. Clark do not reflect the views of Frontier Airlines. It was a misplaced way of defending comments made about our employees on Mr. Clark's show last night. I mean, it should say, Mr. Faulkner, Faulkner no longer works here. It doesn't say that, though. <laughs> oh, wow. I love it when, when the news and big companies get into it together in a very public manner. This is, this is good stuff. But um, you, you flew past the second to last story so quickly. What was the name of that coffee? Oh, yeah, the coffee. Well, you invest in it. I don't know if it's uh, gone public yet. The coffee, Texas Coffee Company recalling uh, Best Herbs Coffee, which sounds like something they'd sell in Colorado anyway. Best Herbs Coffee. It's making people a little, you know, uncomfortable at work. It has a Viagra effect. I'm 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 just curious about this, Angie. I'm, I'm going to have to do some more research on this. I, I guess. Yeah, distributed uh, in J uh, July of 2014, all the way through June of 2016. So check your packages. I what? mean, never mind. So, just 
I, I can't believe you just told us to have people check their package. I want a, a coffee. Oh, okay. I'll let it go. Thank you. Let's move on. DaybreakUSA.com. Angie Austin on book. Thank you, Angie. DaybreakUSA.com. We appreciate you. Have a great day. <laughs> there she goes. Oh, I got to check in with the boss. Do I still have a job? And here I go. We'll be right back. You're listening to Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. This is Pure Opelka with Mike Opelka on the Blaze Radio Network. Well, they're giving O.J. Simpson his decision as we speak, and I don't know if uh, I've got the volume down. I don't know if it's yes or no, and, and maybe we'll see. We'll find out what the heck is happening by looking at O.J.'s face. They, they seem to be kind of positive with him. They seem to be saying that he was a model prisoner and that uh, things were looking good and that he had he had lived up to everything that uh that they had asked him to do. So we'll see. Uh but I, but I have other things to get to. I told you there was a story out of San Francisco and a story that kind of ticked me off. It's about a young girl who set up a lemonade and cookie stand, but it was on public property near her house. She just wanted to sell lemonade and cookies. That's what she told her parents. She said uh, I want to do this. And they said, okay, you can try it for an hour. While she was setting up, a man came up to her and said, where's your business license? Where's your business license? If you don't have a business license, I'm calling the police. And he held up his cell phone as if he were talking to the police. This is a young girl, probably nine years old. She got scared and ran home crying and sobbing. She came home and her father said, what's wrong, honey? And she said, some man said he was going to call the police. So her dad and she went out to the edge of their property and set up another lemonade stand on the street. And I'm sure the jerk could see it. Dad says we ran out of cookies and had just enough lemonade for the last two police officers who came by to buy some lemonade and cookies. You don't have to be a jerk, you know, especially with a young kid. How about you just take care of a child and, and inspire somebody to do good? Before we get out of here, I'm going to try and squeeze this in. Uh, Doc Thompson played it, talked about it. It's from uh, the young lady who used to be a pussycat doll, and she recorded a version of the national anthem and is giving every dime to veterans. Her name is Kaya Jones, and uh, you can buy it on iTunes. I suggest you buy it, but I suggest you stand with your hand over your heart as we give you a taste of Kaya Jones' national anthem. Oh, say, can you? early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's light 
bronze stripes and bright stars through the pair Buy it and help the vets. Kaya Jones, I apologize for cutting you off, but we're up against the hard wall. God bless America. God bless our vets. Testudo, my friends. Testudo. Pure Opelka with Michael Pelka on the Blaze Radio Network.